Welcome to Board Talk, the only Boarcast on the internet. We are Austin High Board Project. My name is Olin. I'm Josh. I'm Augusto. And um, we'd like to give out a special thanks to Mr. Gallagher for allowing us to use his equipment in pursuit of our podcast and our project. Just as a forward, Connor is not available today due to conflicting schedules, so we will be devoid of his thoughts, insightful thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To begin the show off today, one of our members of our project had a personal run-in with Boars about two weeks ago, you'd say? Yeah, about And we will be talking about his personal experience regarding such an event. So, Josh, would you like to start? Yeah, so I was visiting my dad um, north of Dallas. We have a lake house that we've been renovating. And uh, we got there at about midnight, and... uh, all of that area, like our neighbor's yards and also yar- our yard has been like just destroyed by boars, like perfect lawns, just like completely uprooted. And so my dad started looking around uh, around our property and we saw a couple and ran inside because we didn't have any like guns or anything to defend ourselves with at that point. So we just went inside, went to sleep. Then at around 3 in the morning, my stepmom woke up and uh, saw that there were more boars outside. And now that we were inside, well, my dad decided to grab his AR-15, and so we went went outside just, like, standing halfway between the doorway and, like, uh, shot at one and killed it at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah. Good job, Josh. <laughs> nice. Josh, how would you describe the experience of going Wait, to the lake see? house and seeing the damage caused? Um, I was surprised by, like, just, like, it looked like someone had taken a tiller and just, like, went over, like, all of the land with it. It was, I was surprised by, like, how much area they covered and, like, how different it looked, really. Wait, was there more? Did you see them, like, whenever they destroyed it? Or no, was it just, like, no, they showed up, it was destroyed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was, we like, showed up after. Wow. There was only, like, two or three that we actually saw there. But, like, we've seen some in the area, just, like, not on our property before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're, I guess they're just, like, sort of moving through that area now, though. How many boars would you wager did that, like, amount of damage? Like, three. Like three or four. Three boars did like all that. Three or four. Like, <laughs> wow. Because, <laughs> like, that's all we ever saw on, like, our property. And, like, that's all our neighbors had said they've seen, like, actually there. So, yeah, just like three or four. Can you imagine, like, what is it? 10, like, 15, you know, 20, the one in, like, yeah. like not, there's, like, what, 200? Like, not on that property, but, like, um, like, in that area, sort of. Like, I've seen, like, packs of, like, 10, 15, like, just sort of wandering around before, though. They yeah. don't seem to have any fear of, yeah, like, they, they don't. Yeah, uh, it was really weird, though, because, like, so it was, like, 3 in the morning, so it was super dark, and I turned the lights on and, like, for outside, and, uh, just, like, shone a flashlight at it so, like, my dad could see while he was, like, <laughs> shooting. <laughs> and, like, like, the board didn't move at all. It didn't react to the light at all. It, like, didn't care. It just stood there. It's like, like they've gotten used to it. Yeah, they just don't care. <laughs> they don't care. 
honestly, like, such an experience. It's, it's all too common in Texas. Like, it's not, not a positive effect. And honestly, that's what we're trying to go for with this project. Like, people, like you say, this is when you dealt, went to the lake house. This was, like, on a weekend. Yeah. And imagine people who have to, like, <laughs> their livelihood is based on the land, and they have to deal with not three boars, but, like, 75, 100 boars at one time. And this was just, like, they just messed up your grass, right? Yeah. So think about, like... The guys who get like their crops. Corn, like, crops the things they up. actually want, like, to eat. When creeks are ruined yeah. by rooting and boar defecation. So here in Texas, we have ways of dealing with boars, with, like, guns and trapping and all sorts of methods. But, like, around the world, a lot of people don't really have that option. And recently, we came across some footage that was filmed in... Where was Nishi it? Fukuyuka, Japan. Yeah. And in Japan, I don't know if you know, but they really don't have any gun laws or any hunting. It's really urbanized. Super against, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff doesn't exist. And in this video, like, Gusto, you want to describe? Yeah, it's this boar near this, like, train station cable. And he comes out from behind this building and just starts sprinting down this alleyway. And there's this guy. I guess he's going to a train station, right? Yeah. And yeah, he's probably he's going just, to work or something. probably going to work. He's, like, on his phone. He has his briefcase. He has a suit on. And his boar just comes in and trucks him. He just, like, <laughs> cleans him out. And he's just on the ground, and the boar keeps, like, attacking him. And he tries to, like, protect himself with this briefcase. And with honestly, his boar. the boar wasn't even yeah, that the, big. Yeah, the boar was kind of small. I mean. And it's still wasted. <laughs> I think it caught him off guard a little bit. but And then he just ran away. The boar just ran away. And the I mean, guy was all right for yeah. anyone who's wondering. Yeah, the guy, like, you know, he may have, like, you know, some emotional scarring, <laughs> but, you know, he'll get over it eventually. I mean, don't we all? Yeah. They kind of have. So, I mean, it's just kind of crazy how this thing just, it's kind of small, and it just, like, swept him from under his feet, just, like, without It says here in the article that the man was hospitalized, needing a oh, total wow. of 13 stitches oh. Oh, wow. for a 2.8-inch-long wound in his left Thigh. Wow, I did not. That was probably read that. on like the first hit. So like, yeah, whenever the boar first ran in, it just like ran into his legs. And huh. it says here that the the man who was attacked was able to escape due to two nearby drivers who honked their horns, which scared the boar off. Wow, it's, I, I'm actually surprised that it kind of scared it off. <laughs> like honestly, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem like this guy is afraid of anything, many things. And it really goes to show you, like what it's like around the world with these boars. Um, it's not just a Texas issue. No, definitely not. I and it's think. not even just a country also, issue. Also, they're on an island, so I'm wondering what idiot <coughs> decided boars. to bring a boar onto this island. Because obviously he didn't get there <laughs> any other way. Because it's uh, a landlocked... I mean, it's not landlocked. My bad. But it's, a, it's an island. It's, it's an island. It's an yeah. island. Well, from what I can tell, a lot of boars... Just, <laughs> boars are really popular. Maybe got out of the in, zoo or something. <laughs> I doubt, I doubt it. it. I doubt you it. You think? I mean, do they have boars uh, in zoos? No. no. <laughs> pretty pigs. much. Okay, boars are pretty much everywhere in the world. Well, I'm like, just wondering what, like, what idiot brought them on. I would bet island. you it came from <laughs> China because in China, pork is like really popular. Yeah. And they're having their own boar problems. Oh, yeah. So I bet you someone from China probably ended up bringing them They were like this stupid Japanese, Japanese and just brought them over. Probably some angry Chinese farmer was like. I want to wreak havoc on you too. More, he was more likely, like, it was I'm gonna sell some pork like, in Japan, and then like, okay, then why he killed him? He got out of control. <laughs> They're on the boat. 
because like it was probably a Japanese guy bringing it from China to like try yeah. to set up a pig farm, and then he probably didn't understand like, the like the problem, ecological which is, like, damage. What we're trying to tell people, like you don't you don't mess with these animals. And honestly, like Japan's really urban. Yeah. Like you wouldn't expect this to happen. Like I wouldn't have guessed in a thousand years that a boar was gonna attack a guy near a train station. It was also alone, which I thought is kind of like Unusual, weird. Yeah, because yeah. I thought they're usually like traveling in packs. So maybe it did escape from somewhere. I don't know. I just really don't understand why someone would bring this thing onto the island. Onto but. the island? I mean, <laughs> I it might have been here regardless, because yeah. the Japanese, it's not like they live in the middle of nowhere. Like, they've had people, stuff from the mainland come onto the island. So I bet they had a boar population for maybe a decent amount of time. So it might not be anything new. But I'm pretty sure that this, an incident like this, no, not not a recur, not common, yeah. and it might be a sign of a greater problem that's <clears throat> growing in Japan. Yeah, a boar infestation. Like, how do you deal with that? Most people in this country, they urban. They don't have guns. They don't know how to hunt. It's a very aging population. Like, how do you deal with an issue like this? And the article says that the wild boars rarely attack humans unless they feel threatened. But in the video, yeah, no. this guy didn't do anything. He didn't even know this boar was there. Like, this boar just, like, saw him and was like, I'm going after this guy. The when boar the article was like, also says, like, it was during the animal's mating season, oh, so this guy might have been hopped up on something. Yeah, like, but, I mean, but, I mean, I can understand that. But yeah. Okay, so this boar was, like... Near a train station. He's at so, least like, like, the 20, train was, like, coming away. by, and he just started, like, walking away from the train station. Then, <laughs> I don't know where sees this dude and was like, I'm going after it. Like, <laughs> he's mine. That, that, that guy, he's mine. <laughs> he's mine. <laughs> and then he goes away, and we don't know what happens to the boar. Yeah, he just, yeah, like, runs just through runs another, off, like, alleyway and just, I don't know where just he... Just runs off into the city again. Yeah. It looks like this train station is actually near a rural place. So, oh, Japan near? is... Okay. Half a mile Urban? away from a mountainous area. So but, like, most of Japan is pretty close to a mountain Accidentally area. ran yeah. into the town. Okay. Yeah, huh. sure. Yeah, sure. Accidentally. Yeah. We just we have, like, one accident a day. I mean, that happens in, <laughs> that happens in China, too, and I think that's, there's, like, an abundance of food in towns. Like, True. Because they destroy the mountainous regions already. They're like, and boars will eat anything. Yeah, they'll eat anything. So, like, oh, human. <laughs> He's got a lot of meat on him. <laughs> in addition to this article that we've been reading from Japan, we're also going to be focusing away from Asia, and we're also going to be moving into Europe, Europe where Poland... We kind of touched on this last week with uh, Norway Denmark. and Norway. It was Denmark and Germany. Oh, Denmark and Germany, okay. Uh, there, the wall between Denmark and Germany, which was being built, um, which separated the two areas as boards from Germany were crossing into Denmark. Now... Apparently, a similar wall is being built by Poland, but while Denmark and Germany have a very small, very secure border, Poland has decided to build a 1,200-kilometer wall along their border with Belarus, Ukraine, and the Russian exclave of Kaliningrad. Now, if I had... Looked at this map, not knowing the context of Boers, I straight up would have thought, <clears throat> wow, they're getting ready for an invasion. Yeah, like, or yeah. something. And also, they um, left, like, the whole north side uncovered. Like, yeah. Lithuanian. Yeah, Lithuanian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, these guys, Lithuania is within the European Union. You yeah. can't have a fence. Oh. But well, these guys, no, it's, it's these guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's why they also don't have one along Slovakia. 
And, I mean, that makes sense. Slovakia, Czech Republic, lots of mountains there. There's, like, no mountains in between Belarus and Ukraine. It's just straight fields. Well, it seems like in Japan and China, they still like mountains, so it's like, you should build a wall there, too. That's true. It's not like you're spending, how much is it, like, $52 million? That's less than I thought it would be, honestly. Or euros, maybe? Which is a little more in dollars. And it's a two-meter high fence. Which is, like, six six feet, six inches, so. I don't think the article said it. I thought it said it. An expert in the Institute of Mammal Research at Polish Academy of Sciences told the Telegraph, um, I doubt whether it is effective, it being the wall. Belarus has, also, has already tried something similar, and studies have shown that wild boars have no trouble getting through. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you know what's going to happen? The, the boars are just going to learn how to jump. They're going to learn how to jump this thing, and it's going to be over. No, it's gonna I be think over. they're going to be... Or they'll I, dig under, or, like... They're just going around. They're going to go around. Yeah, they're going to go around. They're not that... They're not dumb. They'll no, find a way. are real smart. Definitely smart enough. Or they're just going to, like, find the dumbest boar in their group and say, run into the wall as many times as they can until you die, and then it'll probably be pretty weak at that point. Mm. But, um... The rationale behind this fence is that boars in this area within Poland are diseased. And in order to prevent the disease from happening, they want to keep the boars from being able to move freely, which is, it it makes sense. Like, you don't want um, boars like this to get around spreading. And then they infect regular pigs, which provide us with pork, which is, you know, pretty essential staple, meat staple, you know what I'm saying? Um... Furthermore, this this is not exclusive to Poland. When it comes to boars in Europe, it's it's a big problem. France, especially, I think we talked about it last time. In France, boars cause an insane amount of car accidents. Oh, yeah. They destroy pastures. They cause all sorts of problems, and they also infect dairy cows with, um, I believe it's called pseudorabies. Hmm. What, is, what does that do to um, it, like It looks... It, I believe, I'm not sure if it's pseudo-rabies or swine flu or Mm -hmm. bovine flu, but regardless, the disease um, will infect cows, and it looks very similar. It tests positive to another more fatal disease, which forces the cows to be quarantined, Mm. which equates to a loss in productivity and a loss of profit for farmers. Mm. So they're having an economic impact on Europe right now and then like that's pretty severe if you think about it so it makes sense that Poland's doing this even if it's probably not the most effective plan but as you can see this 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 is a global issue although we have been talking about global boars and their impact on the global community we also want to take it back down and recognize the effects that they have locally so we decided, so we are going to be looking at an article from KXAN that was from about a year ago regarding feral bo- hogs creeping back into West Austin. Now, this was a year ago, and if there's anything we know from doing this project, it's that boars tend to spread quickly, rapidly, and uncontrollably. So while this may have been a beginning issue back then, I can assure you it's probably worse now. So the gist of it is, in the suburbs of West Austin, boars have been reappearing. They damage lawns. They cause all sorts of problems to, lo- to 
homeowners, they tear apart mulch, they'll even break through fences. And in general, they've done all sorts of uh, damage to these people. And within Texas, usually the rule goes landowners deal with the problems at hand. So if you're a landowner, you usually have to deal with bores on your own property. But um, this is different from your typical rural landowner who has multiple acres of land to deal with and in a wide assortment of ways to hunt boars. These are people who live in suburban areas in places where the HOA probably is not going to smile upon them no. shooting boars. No, definitely yeah. not. And they're probably a little on the uh, environmental side just because it's Austin. So in, they don't want to do anything gen- to hurt nature. Well, you know? up until it destroys Yeah, right. Until the yard. Or attacks your dog exactly. or your kid or whatever. And then they'll yeah. be like, oh, it's an issue now. It's like, yeah, it was an issue before. Just you didn't care about it. But as Austin starts to sprawl out due to the increase in growth, you're going to see more incidents like this with boars coming in and causing all sorts of problems. And then you got to figure out, how do you deal with them? Well... Suburban-wise, it becomes difficult due to things like the HOA and other laws that often impede abilities to deal with it. Neighbors. Neighbors. Neighbors don't really like it when you're, uh, what, shooting 308 <laughs> yeah. at, like, 3 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you sleep, uh, put a neighborhood-wide sleep with the headphones on. So you're protecting. So, so you're, well, you're it is prepared. difficult within sur- suburban areas <laughs> in order to deal with problems like this. You can... There are still ways you can deal with boars. In suburban areas, what I'd probably recommend the most, what seems the most feasible, in my opinion, is trapping. Yeah. Trapping is really common throughout Texas. We all know this, right? Yeah. Like, even I've seen it. Like, when I went to a state park up in East Texas about a year ago, mm-hmm. boar traps, boar damage, it was everywhere. But I feel like if there's, like board traps in like every other house or like one here in this neighborhood one and the one like at the end of, other end of the street they're gonna get onto this idea because like you know people are gonna be like oh there's one boar in there and they'll like close it right and all their other boar friends will see that so they're gonna like get onto that eventually yeah boars are smart when yeah. it comes to traps they really so, are yeah so it's a hard thing is that they learn really quickly and, and I mean they're gonna really difficult yeah, to really deal with them so one thing I thought about was renters and like landlords like they're not always on the same page about boars probably because maybe someone's like oh we need these off well i would say or, that's more of the landlord's issue. It's, it's like the landlord's issue but the renter is the one who's actually living on the property that's true like and, the, the the renter is actually yeah. dealing with the boars and landlords like no i live on the other side of town so you know i don't really care like, True, but it is it his is land, but if the renter does not tell the landlord that his land is getting like messed Damaged. up by boars he doesn't know Right, mm-hmm. so it's just like so the renter, like if the renter's like, oh, it's an issue, and the landlord's like, it's like it's my issue, but then it's like you're the one who actually lives there right now. So basically, you know, he's a it's bad just landlord. it's just like a bad like that's like that renter situation can because Austin's so expensive that people don't really want to, not everyone can afford to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of rent. Austin's a big renting market, so I think just like as a community focus, there's there can be a big. Um, difference in between the opinions of landlords and renters yeah it makes sense and like i would assume that exterminators have dealt with stuff like this in the past but like this is different from your usual 
rat infestation. New industry. Infestation. New industry. Yeah. New Borg. <laughs> that would not be a bad idea. Yeah, that wouldn't. Especially as these cities get bigger and the Borg population gets bigger as well. Like, <clears throat> honestly, if anybody out there is willing to, is start willing that to out, contact us at uh, austinhighmoreproject.gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? So while in cities we do have issues regarding how to deal with boars, <clears throat> it's a little different in rural areas. I, we talked about this earlier. You can trap, you can shoot. Um, one method that has proved surprisingly effective is helicopter hunting. While it seems kind of excessive when you first hear about it, like, you know, it's kind of over the top, like you're shooting a bunch of pigs on a helicopter, it actually has proved to be one of the most efficient methods of dealing with boar issues simply due to the fact that boars cannot hide, they cannot outrun you, and they there's really no way for them to be able to get away unless they can find, like, tree coverage. So it's proved to be pretty efficient. It's also proved to be a ter- uh, tourist thing. Yeah, it is very expensive to go and do it. That's the only downside. Is very it? Expensive. super expensive? Yeah. So while it's not the most um, cost-effective measure of dealing with boars, it is proven to be one of the most efficient. Um, however, probably the most efficient method to deal with boars would probably end up become being poison or birth control. Unfortunately, in the state of Texas, that's currently illegal due to the fact that there's no approved poison or birth control against boars. I wonder why. Like, just the birth control Probably part. In, oh, birth control? Yeah. Well, no one's made a birth control. Oh, just no one's made one. I would also say, like, well, having... Yeah, China's working on it, but no one's actually, like, created one that yeah. works. Yeah, anyone's thinking outside I thought of the they box, just, I, thought the, I thought that was, like, someone created one, and they're just like, no, no. you cannot use I'm it. Sure no, there oh. hasn't been an approved one. An approved I'm sure okay. there's poisons that people have made. Not sure why they're not legal. Probably other environmental yeah. uh, reasons. Like, like having, like say you have a thing of corn with a bunch of like yeah. hormonal birth control. Like say say you a deer eats it and oh, then something true. bad happens. Same thing goes with poison. It can be, it can have, it can be really efficient against boars, but ultimately the most important part is being exclusive to boars. So which is why I think it's like, it's a big deal. Plus, people have been working at this for Raccoons, a while. Raccoons, I guess, like any any animal, yeah. Yeah, it, like you gotta weigh the ecological things. Like, boars do cause a lot of problems, but unleashing a poison that damages the ecosystem could potentially be worse than that. So that's why it's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah, with the laws that are in place right now, lots of people don't like it, but like. There just really isn't a great way of dealing with it other than just shooting a lot of hogs. I mean, it, like, it's kind of where we're at. Yeah, this is current in Texas. The future may bring new opportunities in order to deal with this. But right now we feel Hopefully. like the best way to deal with it is to honestly raise awareness. Because this is going to be a recurring issue for the next 10, 20 years. Up until some major breakthrough happens, this problem's just going to get worse. And as there's more people in Texas and this state continues to go up, we're going to be seeing the issue coming uh, up again and again and again. And what you can do is you can, um, well, one, you can try to participate in things like that. See if you can volunteer to help people clean up 
Uh, with Boris, as for organizations, well... Austin High Boar Project. <laughs> you, can, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Austin High Boar, at Austin High Boar Project. We felt that the most efficient way to connect with... People is through social media because it can, you know, a big audience there obviously and and humor and humor yeah and it's 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 kind of like informational and a meme page so it's trying to like poke fun at boars while still being informative and and raising awareness about the damage so yeah this has been episode two of board talk i am olin i'm augusto i'm josh and austin high board project would like to bid you farewell thanks for listening